Tyrant's Grasp, Chapter 3, Loyal Abdel. Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Tyrant's Grasp Adventure Path. Grasp. Grasp. So, welcome back to Chapter 3. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think we're going to continue... Start when, off with uh, uh, kicking, kicking some horse. Yeah, start out with a kick in the face. Probably. Hopefully not. <laughs> That's going to hurt. When mm. last we had left our heroes, if heroes they can be called. Question mark. I was going to say, we're like, Victims? I, I'm at least starting off as an anti-hero at best. <laughs> and it's like waking up in a room with those neighbors that you kind of know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen you like down the street. I waved to you once while I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> that guy. When last we left our heroes, having woken up in a strange place within what they believe to be the crypt of Rossler, yep. the famed hero, the eponymous hero of Rossler's coffer. The fact that you said believe means there's doubt. Uh, I, don't, I, I, don't, I was going to say, I just Darcy, assume we believe I th- that. I, well, okay, you're Dar- assuming it, so. Yeah, because yeah, Darcy was already like, this is really big for a normal tomb. Well, it's uh, underground. We've never been here. He's a very important dude. Named old town after. Yeah, but this is like this isn't like a rich town. That's true. Like, well, it might have once been rich. We don't know. Before the dragon, before the you know, before the late orcs. unpleasantness, before the fire nation attack, before the late wrong, unpleasantness. Wrong oh my city. God. <laughs> <laughs> the Saint Sam. Shout Sandpoint. out to uh, Rise of the Rune Lords. <laughs> yes, you had uh, exited from the crypts where you had originally woken up. Had battled against what you initially thought was a skeleton, but would actually turned out to be a bone chariot being driven by an ostovite, a cute. strange uh, predator creature that kind of looks like one of those silverfish that apparently freak a lot of people out. They're creepy as yeah. heck, man. Like they creep me out. Yeah, if uh, if they creep you out, Jordan's in your camp. Uh, also, if you're like, I don't know if they have them in other places, but if you're not in America, they're basically like really thin little like wormy looking things that have like these little like feelers? I don't know how I would describe it like yeah they're almost like little feelers that they have next to them so when they scurry they all jiggle and it's really creepy yeah. and they sometimes like slip inside of books and so you'll open it you'll take a book down and they'll crawl out of books and things like that See, I don't think creepy. I've ever experienced that awful well, creepy I, things okay. when did you experience this I grew up in Nashville okay. outside the in, like, home of the silverfish <laughs> I don't and other the home of the fighting silverfish <laughs> centipedes all kinds of spiders and snakes all this stuff, all over the place. I mean, Pretty much everything Texas, with either too many legs or no legs at all. Yes, too I mean, t- incorrect number of legs. <laughs> I, I experienced them for we four or two. Yeah, we done. had snakes, I owned scorpions, snake. spiders yeah. and stuff. Spiders and stuff. Every like rattlesnakes all the way up yeah, to like yeah. you know, king snakes so, and yeah, stuff. So we welcome had, to Texas. How long for you that one? Nature. You're not a nature boy. Yeah, I'm not. But I. So when we moved to Nashville from this? California, I was going to say it's been going on for a while. Never mind, we don't care about you. <laughs> Save, it for the <laughs> Save it for the after party. Man, I got roasted hard. <laughs> Look at her, she's got the She looks face. really pleased with herself, too. Like, she likes to knock me down a couple pegs and start feeling good about myself. You gotta do so, that. Uh, if you're a Nashville listener out there, we do care about you, though. <laughs> this is all getting you're cut, gonna don't cut lie to yourself. I'm just joking. But yes, you had fought the Bone Chariot, you had defeated the Osteovite. You had continued your exploration to find a large central chamber mm-hmm. 
with a broken statue construct religious thingy, which I don't remember what it's called. It was well, one of Erasmus guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a Celadon. Yes, Celadon. and also lots of paintings with um, Erasni. Well, with Erasni well, in the background yeah, of I'm, various murals depicting Rossler yeah. doing yeah, exactly. awesome like Rossler's things. Oh well, yeah, Rossler, but Erasni was there. Y'all yep. just really cared more about her because she was like, interesting. Cool. Rossler yeah. is kind of like generic hero about guy. him. Have you seen? His mustache. Yeah, it's it was ridiculous. a pretty it's nice mustache. I previously did a bust determined of the guy from Atlantis. Yeah, yes. he's the guy yeah. from Atlantis. But I did a bust of it and everything, so like I'm intimately familiar with his epic mustache. Yeah, he's like the Tom Selleck of Crusaders. He has this <laughs> epic mustache. All right, we know who we cast. Yes, Rossler has now been cast as Tom Selleck. Uh, <laughs> I'm here for this. I, re- I really want to see like a depiction Tom of Tom Selleck. Yeah, I really want to see a depiction of Tom Selleck on like a rearing horse and like plate mail with a sword <laughs> held up in the air. Yes. Reddit, please. Mm. From that room, there had been four other ways out. There had been five total exits, although you'd come from one of them, one of which was unmarked. The other three of which were marked with phrases denoting them as... Oh, it was like horse friend. The one immediately to your left, which is on the right side of the main arch, stated, uh, At my right hand, peace for years of righteous labors. The central archway had stated, Roslar, hero and paladin at his well-earned rest. And then the one off towards the left side of that arch, your far right, said, Loyal Abdel, support thy master always. And we went that way. Yes, you'd gone that way. You'd kind of opened this and gone, oh, look, there's a nice little crypt here for a horse. And oh, God. And now, now Abdel's being supported by Ostrovites. Yep, there's yep. a giant bone chariot horse with little glowing eyes coming from inside of his uh, his little rib cage. And now we're going to smash Creepy. it. Creepy. And uh, fish things. Yeah, we we left off with it uh, rearing up to the attack, and you know what? Initiative. That's what the people came here for. Let's roll some initiative. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready. So am I. Yay, war sight. <laughs> oh yeah, you you roll twice. Yes, and it's paying off. Which definitely you can't worth act getting it because you're an oracle. Yeah, definitely worth getting in for, at first level. Though, not gonna lie. Remember your oracle. You remember my curses. Remember your curses. I only want to remember the good things. I'm a positive person. It's not true. That's my spot. <laughs> I meant me as a player, not me as Octavius. Okay. Yeah, he seems kind of grim. So, go down the list here. Elsa. A 15. All right. Octavius. Octavius has a 19. Oh, look at you. Yes. Being all prepared. Darcy. Darcy also has a 15. Uh, you or Elsa going first. We got the same thing. You have the same modifier? Yeah. Yep. Roll guys, off! Do you have we a preference? Off. Older sister goes first. We roll off. Because <laughs> that's fun. I get an 11. I got an 18. Okay, you go first. <laughs> Bellaray. 22. All right. Round one of combat begins. Oh, no. Bellaray, you have first initiative. I'm going to take a five-foot step forward and uh, whack this thing. All right. You stand in this room. There's a towering horse thing directly in front of you. It's a horse. Uh, 13, maybe. 13 will hit the flat-footed horse. Hey, it's He big. wasn't prepared for you. Uh, <laughs> I do five points of damage. He was too excited on rearing up and such. I'm big. Remember they just like being big? I'm big. Yeah, that's right. They do just <laughs> like... I'm the beast. <laughs> Listen to me. Oh, you're hitting me with a rock. <laughs> or a, what do you have? A mace? mace. You hit me with a mace. Ow. Super effective, too. Why? I'm taller than all of you. I'm all powerful. Submit. I'm omnipotent. <laughs> I'm awesome. Suddenly he's Wheatley from Portal. It's actually making a Morocco, Morocco mole. mole reference for our uh, secret squirrel fans from back in the day. Don't know. Someone out there is going to get that reference. <laughs> that someone I was gonna is going to say, that was a nice me. reminder. I'm not I mean, that old. 
So to be fair, I'm not as old as the original run of Secret Squad. I was going to say, that was like... They did a 70s? new series of it on Cartoon Network in the 90s. Ah, oh, did they? That's okay. why I haven't seen it. I didn't have Cartoon Network yes, growing up. Yes, just in case you're a new listener, I don't know why you are. Rachel did not have cable <laughs> growing up. I did not. She watched, she watched nothing PBS. but Buffy for the entirety of the 90s. Uh, that brings us I mean, to... You're not wrong. <laughs> the quote-unquote coin bone chariot. Oh, cute. A coin uh, chariot. That it's sounds doing great. Stuff. It's going to do bad things to it's you. It's going to hit you. Yeah, it's going to rear up and uh, and do what it can against it's got the, horse moves. the cavalier. <laughs> Uh, you know so it rears up. It's still up on its sarcophagi, which means that it has the high ground. Unfortunate. Also, it's a horse. He also looks around and goes, oh, the horse lady's got it. <laughs> yeah. The horse lady will get it under control. I, I don't think her uh, handle animal works on this. She's a horse lady. <laughs> Looking at an 18. Yeah, that'll hit me. Oh, maybe not. So Ow. it rears up. It slams its hooves down on you. It's uh-huh. a mean pony. <laughs> Give it some sugar. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> an apple. <laughs> It cracks you across the side of your head and down on your shoulder for seven points Ow. of damage. Ow. As blood, blood pours out of a cut over your eye that, down across the side of your face. That looks like it hurts. Maybe the, you should leave the room and just shut the door. There are arches. It's no door. Oh. Oh, hell. Yep. There's no doors this time. <laughs> oh, hell's bells. Good idea, but no. Hell's not. bells. Nice. Octavius. Makes sound Octavius like a is more. very upset that uh, he can't charge this thing, although now he doesn't want to because it's already gone. So, yeah, I'm going to... I have three hit points. I'm just okay. going to out there. Okay, <laughs> The cavalier informs you not to slump with it. I was like, the cavalier just like turns away from the monster and just like glances over her shoulder and says, I have three hit points. I know. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. We're first uh, level. Don't forget. Uh, Let's not crud. get back into this low-level healing debate again. Ah, uh, crud. All right, so he's... He takes a step forward. Uh, Gorum, heal this weak-willed soldier. Pops you with, with for weak healing. Weak-willed. Don't 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 even start. Gorum's <laughs> <laughs> like no, no. Brad, no. no. Oh no, the healer doesn't like you. You get two hit points oh, back, goody. Our healer is the one with bad dice luck. Why? No. Why did we do this to ourselves, everyone? Oh no. Uh, crud. Uh, <laughs> well, you've said a bad prayer. It wasn't very good. That was a really awful prayer. I need to say better prayers. Clearly. Just blood for the blood god. <laughs> you set forward, call upon the power of Gorm, lay your hand on the, the back of your ally and uh, flood her with some diminutive amount of <laughs> magical healing. Literally couldn't have done any worse. As you're just trying to like shake off the dust of years of uh, uh, not actually uh, praying. Uh, <laughs> or, um, um. You're an oracle, you don't technically need to. You're fueled by the mysterious power of battle itself. That's I still say the prayers. Up. I'm just bad at them now. It's been uh, a minute since you've been in battle. It's been like... You have move action remaining if you'd like to take it. No, I don't. I'm staggered. We go from... Oh, that's right. You are staggered because... uh, Wait, then how'd you heal her? Staggered, I still get a standard action. Standard roll move. Oh, okay. Yeah, but not both. But yes, you are staggered because you had a uh, a premonition. You weren't able to warn anybody and then... (laughs) definitely I clearly saw her clavicle getting crushed. From Octavius, we go to Darcy. Darcy, do something. What do you expect me to do against a bloody horse? Hit it with fire. What fire? I don't know. Magical kind. I believe in you. <laughs> Sometimes belief isn't it's like enough. The worst inspired oh, courage stop ever. Stop arguing and do something. I haven't had a turn yet. <laughs> Darcy takes a five foot step over, so she's got line of sight. You step okay. into the ar- open archway. We, as we and assume lightning bolt formation. It's a horse. Yeah. Might just Could be a lightning spewing horse you in his life. Uh, and she will. If it had anything, it'd probably be a cone breath weapon. Just because this thing's pretty big, she's going to go ahead and magic missile it. All right. Pew pew. Oh. 
So you slide over, chant in a tone, call upon your uh, innate magical powers. It does three points of horsey damage uh, to the horsey. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, you call upon your powers. A shard of magical force energy stretches out from your hand, streaks across the distance. You said three? Three points of damage. Slams into the horse. How was that? Good job. Which still Excellent. stands. Now it's your turn to go do something. It don't is. get hurt. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that brings us to Elsa. So you should figure out what you're doing. Um, Elsa. Provoke that attack of opportunity. No. Elsa no. doesn't want to do that. Acrobatics. Elsa might do that. Yeah, just acrobatics. Elsa wants to get next to, like, here. Do you want to run into the room? Yeah, like around, but I'd like to do a flippy if I can. Can make an acrobatics check to tumble into the chamber? We'll see if I can do it. Yeah, so you and Darcy are still standing outside of the uh, the room. It's about 25 feet at a side, about 20 feet deep, although it's mostly taken up by this massive horse sarcophagus. I get a five. Five? Very well. Uh, So you spring into the room trying to dexterously tumble, not looking all that too graceful as you go slipping into here. I don't picture your character as much of a, because uh, you guys are all still kind of wearing like burial robes. Yep. So I, I picture your character is probably working outside and doing all that stuff. You're much more used to pants than these robes. Yeah, it's very weird. The skirt. So, you're also crazy. barefoot, which is kind of weird. That's um, also weird. So you um, just try to rush forward. And then um, I begin to sing a very sad song and inspire courage. Cool. You begin to sing the Ballad of Rustler. Sure, which sounds a lot like Oh Danny Boy. <laughs> oh, Rosslar boy! Oh, Rosslar boy! How many times we're gonna use the tune to the tune of Oh, Danny boy? No, I'll think of I. I have a Loch Lomond, and like I know some Irish tunes. There's a bunch of all the rest of there's there's a whole list of them. You spring, you spring dexterously or as dexterously as you can into the chamber, tumbling into the room. You at that point realize that the uh, the horse is fortunately far enough back that due to the fact that it's a quadruped, it only has a five foot reach and therefore can't reach you. Nice. Somewhat restricted movement there. Excellent. And then I sing a sad song about Rossler. That's right. That's all I got. I can't talk to you. I'm singing. (laughs) She probably just give me a look like, come on. (laughs) I do. Well, I'm pretty sure that's almost the only thing that could have missed. A nine, I imagine, will not hit Darcy. What? What? No. Flat-footed. That's still, you, you don't have a negative dexterity modifier. What's trying to hit Darcy? You feel something slam into the back of your legs. Uh-huh. As you dart and turn around, you see one of these skeletal silver fish-looking osteovites uh-huh. as it's crawled out from inside of the skeletal statue to oh. outflank the party and attack you from behind. What? Elsa! Gross. <laughs> ah. Oh, Danny boy. Ah, there. Nuts. As none of you actually made a perception roll high enough to notice it while you were looking at the statue. <laughs> These things have a killer stealth, actually. It's very crud, sneaky. crud, crud. They're, they're surprisingly sneaky, tiny sized magical creatures. Going from the Ostovite, who springs its surprise attack from behind the party and begins trying to tear into the back of uh, Darcy's leg, we go to the top of the initiative, Valerie. She's gonna swing at the one in front of her. Yeah, plus one. I'm singing a sad song. So with the plus one, 17. A 17 will strike the equine chariot. Yeah, plus one of damage. I do five points of damage. You heft the ancient mace of the, uh, you guess one of the shrikes, judging by where you found it, but you heft the mace and bring it down as it cracks through the thing's skull. Bones go clattering to the floor in every direction as you stare down at this pile of mismatched horse bones and pieces. Valerie looks very sad. She likes horses. Val's then gonna take a five foot step back next to Octavius. Okay. 
So you slide back into position, turning to well, turn your and attention and to the I one lay behind on hands. you. Oh, you lay on hands yourself? Oh, yeah, yes. that's, a, that's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. Swift action. Oh, it's got those little friends inside. Heather is playing a cavalier, although her campaign trait gives her lay on hands once per day. I get four hit points back, so I'm not as... So, yeah. the, there you go. The blood tired. pouring down the side of your face staunches at the very least. Uh, it was half staunched already from the magical healing that you previously received, but now you just have this coating of red down the side of your face. How many little Ostavites come out of the horse? Because didn't you say they sometimes team up to make bigger things? Sometimes they do. And sometimes it's just one big old Ostavite. I think it's going to be a couple. So from Valerie, we go to Octavius. Okay, so it doesn't look like you're in any trouble. However, okay, the Ostrovites or Vite that's in the horse hasn't come out yet, so he'll turn around and take a swing at the uh, one that's in Darcy Square. All right, you're attacking it head on because you're my, standing my in the archway. ally has been hit, and I do have the campaign trait to get that plus one to hit and damage. Hopefully, we'll have victory. You're inspired. That, yeah, a nine. Oh. Apparently you weren't that inspired. Not really. <laughs> yeah, they will not hit the ocean. I'm not Be used to this. I'm just kind of like, he's kind of like glances over at her. He's like, oh, Danny boy. <laughs> that is the most uninspired. I don't know song. any more of this Do you have song? anything peppy? The no. Pipes, I need like a rock tune. Calling. That's it. <laughs> I need you to play the uh, uh, the thing in Thor when he starts like spinning the hi- hammer and Ragnarok. Oh, like Led Zeppelin or whatever. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, oh, really? Immigrant song. Immigrant yes. Song. yes. Da-da-da. You stairway to heaven. That'd be weird. So yeah, that was my entire turn. From Octavius, we go to Darcy. Darcy is going to attempt, and I stress the word attempt, to hammer down (laughs) this Ostibite on her leg. Without hitting yourself. 11? You're inspired. 12? 12 will not strike the target. (laughs) Listeners, prepare for me to say you're inspired a lot. You can take a five-foot step if you so wish to. If you choose to take a attack, yeah, if you that. choose to take a move action, it'll get an attack of opportunity. But if you five-foot step, yeah, just, then it has to provoke to get in your square. So hey, I will five-foot step back behind Valerie on the other side of the Towards what we think is Rossler's. Okay, so you slide off to the side, getting a little bit away from the thing. Elsa. Well, that's different. She Stab continues to sing, and then she swings her femur at this thing. From around the corner because I can't move. Possibly the the one wrong. she's holding, not her actual leg. <laughs> not my leg. <laughs> I ripped my fe- femur out of my leg. <laughs> the femur of this long. That would be boy. very impressive. I'm very Kennedy. <laughs> I get a not one. Oh, oh no. That's because it's not meant to be a weapon. Phrasma dislikes it. No, I just haven't ever used a club before. Phrasma <laughs> dislikes that. So it's yeah, you have to try to swing with this club. It's like but a telltale game. Phrasma yeah, exactly. disliked that. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Too bad, Phrasma. From there, the Ostovite there is going to go ahead and spring. It didn't have any luck hitting this lightly armored sorceress. I think you mean no armored sorceress. Lightly armored with cloth. <laughs> Uh, that being said, there's not really a whole lot of great options in there. Yeah, there is. Come on. Come yeah, it's it. going to go after that sorceress. Dang it. Stupid thing. Well, this might actually hit because you have nothing on. That's an 11. No, I have oh. a 12. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> also, did that provoke to get in her square? Uh, it provoked from her. Yeah. Hit so. it with the hammer. Yes. Whack so you, that. you can't. <laughs> inspired. Do it. Three, four. 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 How inspiring. Uh, you you <laughs> lash out with your hammer. I feel I feel like her her dice are actually obeying like the character spirit because usually you have really good dice luck and all of a sudden you're just rolling nothing. <laughs> 
it it doesn't help that she only gets what she rolls. Yeah. That's true. Well, plus one for expire. Uh, if you guys could remove that big thing, the giant bring horse. in the little thing or things. Many options. Uh, one springs out, skitters across the floor, and then lunges at, launches to the attack you against Valerie. You broke its horse. Provoking attack opportunity as it lunges into Valerie Square. Does that provoke for me too? It could dart out wide because it has the oh, movement okay. to dart so, around. Uh, you're inspiring, right? So 25. <laughs> I rolled Jeez. 19. It's not a threat. So, so unhappy. Like, it was like, this is 25. Yeah. Uh, 25 will strike your character, or strike strike yourself. Yeah, no. strike your character. You hit yourself. It uh, and it's plus one to damage too, right? Yep. So I do nine points of damage. You're inspired. That doesn't kill it, but. She's a very, very fit elven lady. I also have a cantrip for summoning an instrument if I need to cut company myself. Okay, that's slightly better. The Ostovite's not inspired, correct? No. Okay. Just Only sure. my friends. I share it with everyone. I'm not your buddy. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So this thing launches through the attack. It gets a 16 to strike yes. Valerie. Yes. Uh-oh. I'm not inspiring it, I promise. <laughs> I don't think anybody thought you were. Just wants to make it clear. Two points of regular damage, one point of acid damage as it clamps onto your forearm oh, as you crack across the back of it and begins to regurgitate acidic slime across your arm. It wants to ride your skeleton. I like my skeleton where it is. Thank you very much. Agreed. So just sitting there. I want to be big. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say now. Stop making these horrible things cute. They're so funny. They're so awful. <laughs> but they have cute little voices. I want to be big. I'm the biggest what, do they, what do they speak? Like abyssal? I'm sure. Uh, they understand abyssal, but they can't oh, speak. Okay. Oh, well. So they're just like making like cheap cheeping sounds. Scream! Yeah, yeah they, they have an intelligence of three, so, I mean, uh, they can understand oh, a couple of words in Abyssal, so but they're not that smart. That takes us from the Osteovites to Valerie. I'm going to wreck s- it. I'm going to smack the one that's on me. All right. With a sev- 16. 16. 16? Yes. 16 will strike your target as you slam it back against the wall and bring your mace to bear. For five points of damage. Five points of damage. The Shrike Mace slams into this thing as you crack through its carapace and it splatters acidic ooze across the wall. Gooey. We could say it kind of sizzles like uh, shooting something an alien. These things are very unpleasant. <laughs> oh, just to clarify for all of our nerdy fans back at, out there, I meant aliens. There's no gunfire against the alien and alien. Okay. Good call out. I'm just saying. Well done. I want to clarify. Aliens. If anybody thinks that Rick doesn't know, Rick knows. They're the, his favorite movies. He knows. They're so good. Well, they I mostly mean, come out at night. I mostly. mean, technically one of them gets scalpel cut in the first one. Scalpel? No, that's only the facehugger. Oh, that's yeah, true. It's a facehugger. Yep. Yeah. I love the crap off. out of those movies. <laughs> yeah. It's a win. Sigourney Weaver is the greatest heroine in the history of cinema. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to argue with you there. Love Ripley. She saves the cat. It's oh, true. She goes true. back to save she a cat. She saves the cat. And <laughs> She's a good person. And now you know why he likes him so much. That's true. Oh, what's the cat's name? Jones. Jonesy. 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 What are we doing? Octavius. Combat. Combat. <laughs> that brings us to uh, Octavius, unless Valerie wants to move. Uh, she's going to stay where she is for now. You can rush into the other room. That thing does not threaten and is currently inside your ally square. It's All right. I'll run square. around and stand next to uh, Darcy. Darcy. Okay. So you rush out of the room, circle back around, closing in on the other one as we cut to Octavius. There was only one in the house. Okay. So Valerie was holding her own, even though she did, did just get bit, but I'm a little bit more worried about, I don't know, Bard is doing magic power things. I'm there to kind of block it. So I'm going to go for the one that was that's attacking um, Darcy. So I take a five foot step out of the room 
next to Darcy, and then with my broken longsword, try to cut it off her. Very well. Here so you we slide go. out, heft your blade. That might do it. Seventeen. Inspired. You're inspired. I get a seventeen because I remembered. Yay. <laughs> I need all the bonuses I can get. We need get. to make a little standy that just says you're inspired, and then just change the number next to it as you level up. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did that when. Uh, just put it like right another here. adventure where I put a party. <laughs> yes. Anyway, seventeen. 17 will strike your target as Octavius slides out from underneath the arch, spins his blade, and chops down. All right. You kind of feel that, like, the years of muscle memory starting to come back to you. If only I had a proper weapon. Actually, this is a semi-proper weapon. It does seven points of damage. Maybe we can find you a whetstone or something. It's broken. It's not rusty. (laughs) It's probably as rusty, too. If you get rid of some of the rust, it might help. Yeah, maybe. You still crack down onto this thing fairly well. Uh, you're not positive whether or not having like a blunt weapon may be more effective against these things. To be fair, your weapon's mostly blunt. Yeah. Uh, so you chop down on it, it reverberates through your arm. The thing still skitters and fights, but it does appear to be injured as we go to Darcy. Maybe I got his attention. Uh, Darcy scrambles backward and gets away from this thing. You scramble back into the corner. And then she'll try to hit it, but she knows she's probably not going to. You are flanking, That's so true. plus two to hit. Hey! <laughs> 14? Wait, 15? A 15 with the Inspire will strike your target as you bring the hammer down on your flanked foe. You get a plus one damage too. Four points of damage. You slam your hammer through the top of this as it cracks open like an overly cooked lobster. Nice. And the chamber falls still. Are there any more of these bloody things? Ailsa's going to go look in the sarcophagus. You can make a perception roll. Uh, 15. You look over the horse bones real quick, just because it seems to be appropriate at this moment. I think Jessica will appreciate this more than anyone. Uh. I want you to imagine the sound we as you look at this. Oh, my God. It's so cute. It's so <laughs> cute. Wee. There's a, a little tiny ostovite riding around inside <laughs> of the horse. So cute. Oh, so I'm the biggest now. <laughs> Wee. Is there any magic uh, in that room, by the way? Fortunately, with our uh, our partnership with Paizo, we can now post these things up on the site. So, uh, yeah, yeah uh, hey go now. and check out our social media stuff and everything for Bone Chariot Horse. You don't see any sign of a second osteovite. Looking inside of the shattered remains of this sarcophagus, you do see that there are a couple of objects in there. Ooh, detect magic. Detecting magic, you do not sense any magic. Mm, what are what they? What are they just with our eyes? Uh, you can make an appraise check if you so wish. Okay, I don't really have that. I get a one. Octavius sidles over. <laughs> you have no idea what this is. Octavius gets a 14. 14. Elsa, is there anything else in that room? Anything else that's going to kill us? I don't think so. You sure? Well, unless these items can, I don't really know what they are. One of them is a mimic. <laughs> oh, but the bearded one's looking at them. The, the bearded man. one has a name, you know. Octavius, Octi. calm down. She's terrible with names. Octor. Octavoni. <laughs> Uh, Eight. That's not on your side. That's just frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Frustrated side is going to be his thing. Valerie would you. laugh as she walks back into the it, room. I'm enjoying making you very sad. I know. You're like so savage tonight. <laughs> Octavius, you reach in here. Uh, you produce what appears to be a fine bitten bridle. I don't know anything um, about horses. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually made of silver and inlaid wow. on the side with what appear to be jade adornments in the shape of a silver adorned eye with a jade iris. Is there Cute. a saddle in there? Fancy. Uh, no, just bit and bridle. Cool. Um, it is worth 65 gold pieces. 
Okay. Well, that's fancy. Now, if we just had a horse to put this on. Or you can melt it down. It's silver or something, maybe. Actually, you... I would like to keep that, please. Why are we stealing from the dead right now? Oh, I guess that's a thing. Oh, that's a good point. We don't really need this. I might actually need it. Um, You're going to wear it like a horse? Did I miss something when I woke up? There's no <laughs> horse here. This is going to bring Phrasma down if the femur didn't already. Hey, this man is contributing to a fine cause. This horse? This can't mean, get... Actually, this probably can get worse. This femur that I'm holding in my hand. This man. He's he, he's a warrior. He would want a warrior Anyway, some more. why do you want the bit and bridle? I need it. I'm For what? You. There's no horse here. Give me a minute. What does that mean? Did that sound ominous to anybody else? It, we sense motive. Uh, <laughs> Valerie! I also sense motive. This is one again. <laughs> this is weird. She's obviously up to something. Uh, Valerie! I get a nat 20. She's up to no good. I Valerie got a nat 2. Valerie will start saying prayers to Iomide. Why is she chanting prayers? She's not Magic, a, what do you think? What? You've never seen magic no, before? No, I've seen magic before. I just tried to heal her. We're, you can't just conjure a horse out of thin air. Well, I don't know. You can't just... Uh, Heal people on command or whatever. We're yes, still tears stealing from a tomb. I'm just trying to get. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you were about know. to say a dirty thing again? No, I was about to say I'm just trying to get the experience. <laughs> I was waiting for the role play to finish. I know. <laughs> we were having a moment. <laughs> I'm thinking that she's just a crazy lady, maybe. She lives on the outside of town. That doesn't make you crazy. Sometimes it can. I like that she can't say anything this whole time because she has to complete the yes. ritual. Shun. Shun. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. You get this one. That's it. But after a minute of focusing on your inner power and focusing on Ayamade and everything, there's a weird kind of sound. A circle of light seems to appear on the uh, ground in front of her uh, and clamoring out of this oddly wet translucent circle is what appears to be a tall gaunt stallion stands up out of it, seemingly comprised of the same material that it just climbed out of. It's Um, a water horse. (laughs) What in the abyss is that? I think it's some sort of mermaid. She just summoned an undead horse. It's wet like a water. He's not undead. Don't be rude. You can make a knowledge the planes. I knowledge the planes. I'm going to knowledge some planes. (laughs) The heck? I knowledge some serious planes. I got a 13. I got a a 17. He's a Kelpie. (laughs) He's a Kelpie. (laughs) Kelpie would make sense. They're wet horses. That's a wet horse. That's funny. With your 17, honestly, with your 13 also, uh, with your 13, you can recognize this material as being some sort of ectoplasm. Hmm. Um, It's kind of a weird discharge, usually associated with the dead, although it's not necessarily. With your 17, you're able to recognize this as an ectoplasmic creature. It's a creature that's drawn from the uh, energies of the ethereal plane, which is comprised of thick tangles of slimy, dripping goo. I think she wants to put the expensive thing on the on the wet horse. It's still stealing from a tomb. It's true, it is a Octavius tomb. Octavius pokes the horse. You are aware like, that while... Not well, aggressively, but uh, like, what is this? Many undead creatures can use ectoplasm as effectively a means by which to affect the material world. As far as incorporeal undead creatures and such are concerned, ectoplasmic beings are oftentimes not actually undead. They are instead outsiders native to the ethereal plane. Okay. So effectively, this is a horse that started going to horsey heaven and then, you know, fell fell back into the ethereal plane instead of reincarnated or going to its final reward and then became ectoplasmic and then came forth. Unicorn, sorry. He's a unicorn. For all of our listeners out there, this is an aesthetic choice because it does not gain any of the no. benefits. Yeah, there's no gore like, attack or anything. No. Yeah. 
He is a phantom. This is Irla. What now? He's my steed. Irla's wait. a sad wet horse. Wait, 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 wait. You are a knight of Ozum, and you have that as your mount? Yes. Did I miss something? Well, there's a reason she's not a knight anymore. Maybe it's the horse? No, unicorn. it's not the horse. This day just can't get any worse. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of nice. On. Oh, that's the unicorn. That's the spirit unicorn. You remember I wrote that limerick that one time? Oh. About the unicorn riding through the field. Because I saw it. I thought you you'd just eaten something like a mushroom. I, I mean, I ate mushrooms, but it wasn't that. I told you it was real. <laughs> I used to patrol the area at night. See? I'm not going to lie. I don't care. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, you know, that's honest. Just... I appreciate honesty. Wow. But now we have a big horse and we're inside. Seems kind of weird. I can dismiss him. Oh. Like, how tall are the ceilings in here? Is this, is this going to be problematic? No, we're in or... the middle room. Yeah, the, the ceilings in here are about 12 feet high. Oh, okay. So she's... Well, he's a good boy. Does he eat food? No. He's... Oh, that's sad. How do you reward him? I pet him. Yeah, you put your hands on slime? him? Does your hand no, get wet? No, he's not slimy. I touch him. I mean, he's he's made of goo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he's literally a he's slimy made of goo. Ectopla- he likes like me. You, you pull your hand away and it is covered in ectoplasm. I didn't think literally... they gave off ectoplasmic residue. Yeah, it, it specifically states when they walk through yeah. walls that they leave an ectoplasmic sheen behind. Like, he's yeah, gooey. He's it fades away after a minute. I thought yeah. that was because yeah. he was going through the wall. I didn't think they were gooey. How is he supposed to wear stuff if he's gooey? It's going to be gooey. He gets stuff to him. gets sticky. Yeah. Oh, it's like having a like when you but if you if like you mounted him bareback, you would get like gooey stuff all over your legs. Which is what is going to happen because I don't have a saddle. I mean, it fades away after a short yeah. period of time because He's it's like, So just get used to being gooey. <laughs> you remember Maul's custard? He's kind of like a custard. You should feel it. It's weird. I think I'm gonna not. It's blue though. I'd love to know why you have that. a haunted horse, but. He's a unicorn. I feel like we have more important things to be dealing with right now. More important things. Oh, yeah. Just like getting out of this bloody tomb. That's true. Well, we haven't been attacked yet considering how much noise we're making. Maybe we should focus on that, yeah? We look around. Nobody nobody looks clear joke? Nobody? Dang it. Looks clear. I don't know that movie you're referring to. (laughs) (laughs) We only watch aliens here. All right. (laughs) The other podcast is about Riddick. It's a bug hunt. A bug hunt. (laughs) We came from back there. We've now explored... The horse tomb. We've we got horse? two other doors. Yeah, let's just go to Rossler's and see if he has anything. At least I assume Are, it's Rossler. We're hoping, but well, it says I, Rossler's on top. I'm well, not it could exactly be Rossler, optimistic the about this whole thing. Rossler. Well, I mean, the Osteovite might be in there, but it's not like he's Rossler, the Osteovite. I'm sure he has his own Osteovite name. What? Well, because uh, even so Abyssal we, is a language. you got to have a name. Don't start naming I, the creatures. I will let, uh, you know what, actually, I'll just give it to Elsa. You do know that Rossler was never buried in his tomb. Oh wait, Rossler wasn't buried in here. Actually, I think I knew that too. Whoops. Remember, he never got—he never made it, and that's why his ladies were sad. Yeah, but my hope is that they put some good gear in there. Oh, maybe like precursory. Exactly. That's not how you say that word. Would be buried here. Yes, he—he took his plus four sword into battle. Was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave my plus three sword behind. I don't feel like I need a backup. It's only a plus two flaming burst. It's just not as good. This four pound long sword puts me over encumbrance. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt we're going to be that lucky, but we should at least explore every room we're in here. That's true. Let's look in the next room. We'll either find more Ostevite little weirdos or we'll find something or maybe nothing. It'll be okay. Mm. The unicorn boredly looks around and drips on the floor. He's dripping. I reach up and pat him. Gross. Your hand's sticky now. Like a custard. 
Did you name him? Oh, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't name him Custard. You should have named him Custard. I don't know why. I just had the mental image of like you pulling out a sugar cube and giving it <laughs> like takes the sugar cube, but you can see it inside of him. <laughs> 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 He's not. <laughs> He's a killer. I know. He's not. He so happy. I love it. <laughs> His name is Think Irla. all the great art. Anyway. Irla. Yes. That's a good name. Irla. He was my grandfather's mount when he was alive. Oh, that's cute. Like a family heirloom. That's but alive. Well, heirloom. kind of alive. Half alive. Alive. All right. Next room. Next we room. We go to Rossler's. <laughs> I'm gonna not tell really tomb. him to chill in this main room for now. Eat these dead things. Does he eat things? You, you already have a asked you have that. A <laughs> oh, I asked if you fed him things. It's different. What? You have a mini form? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we just don't have him. it here. Sad. How All right. Unicorn I guess I'm done. I'll focus now. <laughs> there was a horse. So you're making your way into Rossler's tomb. Yep. The Rossler room. Yes. Yeah, I guess the Rossler room because it's not actually his tomb. The Rossler room of Rossler's tomb. My D10. You make your way through the wide archway that leads into Rossler's rest. The stone walls of this room are carved to resemble what looks to be hanging draperies, framing a large dais. Upon this dais stands a large sarcophagus, its lid carved to resemble a sleeping knight with long hair and a wide, impressive mustache. The room carries a faint, almost nauseating odor like putrefying meat well he's not supposed to be in here so I don't know why it smells like that Rosler's been dead a while it shouldn't smell like this his body's not here then what is here something rotten anyone that wishes make perception check me okay that's fine I get a 22 I get an 8 I got a 13 I get a 22 yeah me and Heather it's because I complimented her horsey. Erla so gives it. you luck. Yeah. <laughs> she Irla. inspires you. Erla gives you good dice luck. Both Valerie and Elsa can tell that uh, the smell is permeates this room. You could smell it before you fully even step through the archway. The sarcophagi stands in the center of the room, but the smell seems to not be coming from the sarcophagi, but from beyond it. Hmm. Like there's something just on the other side of it, this putrefying smell. Well, there's a smelly thing behind the coffin. Well, let's see what it is. Probably something terrible. Octavius raises his sword and just kind of like has that like resigned thing of like, ah, great, and starts going forward. Octavius, you press forward into the room, kind of eye the surrounding draperies. There's Uh, a reason she's not going first. (laughs) (laughs) But eye the stone draperies around you, carved realistically enough to immediately make you like a little suspicious as the, the light from your light spell plays off the surrounding walls and just makes deeper shadows. As you step around the right side of the sarcophagus down near its head, the light makes a a straight line where the sarcophagus casts this rectangular shadow against the far wall that slowly passes as you begin to round the corner. Off the end of the steps here behind the sarcophagus, you can see what looks to be at first just another pile of bones. But as you observe it, you can tell that it looks to be bones about five feet in overall length. Um, You don't see any, at first it looks like it's incomplete until you realize that it's actually what looks to be the skeletal spine and ribs of a long serpent with a large snake skull still attached to the front of it with some still tenuously clinging to it sinew and muscle. And in the center of it is this putrefying brown mass. As you round the corner, it rears up, turning towards you as its eyes seem to almost gleam in their empty sockets filled with whatever rotting materials left in them. Not an osteovite. Not an osteovite. I will need initiative from the party. Does Irla go on mine or does he roll his own? 
Fizzo. I like that now that I have this Warsight ability, I start rolling really high on the first die. Yeah, you know. You know, like you do. I told you it was worse. It smells worse. Stinky. <laughs> Octavius doesn't say that. That's just me commenting. Elsa. I got a 16. 16. Octavius. 20. 20 for the Oracle. Darcy. Darcy got an 8. <laughs> 8 for Resident Sorceress. Valerie. Uh, Valerie got a 21. Your unpronounceable unicorn name. <laughs> you want You guys want to know how that's spelled? Probably please, a lot of weird letters. Please enlighten them into how many characters it's Gaelic, it is. So it's Gaelic. Like, it's it's like I-A-R-F-H-L-A-I-T-H. Bless you. He got a 16, but he's going to let Ailsa go first. Okay. Since she's a PC. <laughs> ah, PC, yes. <laughs> I intrinsically know that you're part of the main plot. <laughs> Combat begins... Valerie, the world's fastest cavalier, goes first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yay! Rush forward, close on the creature. Yeah, can I make any kind of knowledge check on this thing? It's time to play. What's that horror? Sure, go ahead and make me an Aldracana. Oh, I don't have that. Never mind. Forever, Raggy, neither do I. So I'm just going to try to hit it. That's not going to hit with a seven. You round the corner, get hit in the face with this horrible... Stench. Stench <laughs> coming off of this thing. This this incredibly overpowering <laughs> smell. Tavius. Uh, as you stare down at this, I, you can also make an arcana. No, I can't because I don't have it. <laughs> nope, you you think so. Yeah. I'm going to answer this question of what is it with the same thing that I usually answer it with, sword. Uh, that is a 12. A 12, your blade... Yeah strikes true against the flat-footed creature as you slam your weapon down on it. Okay, time for that D8 minus two, everyone. I do two points of damage to it. Your blade rebounds to no effect. That's a problem. It's off of this thing. Uh, it's a skeleton. I think. It's bony. It's not undead. What? Uh, it looks pretty dead to me. Crud. Let's yeah. move it. Anyone that wants, uh, well, the two of you that can see it can make an ultra religion. Oh. Oh, religion? No. That's us. <laughs> Valerie gets a 17. Uh, 21 for Octavius. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, 18 if I'm identifying undead with it. You're not. Okay. Both of you are aware that this is not undead. It appears to be okay. somehow otherwise animated, much like the bone chariots that you faced up until it's this a, point. It's a, it's a skeleton bone chariot, but not of an osteovite. Well, that's weird. <laughs> yep. Specific. I don't know. Hit it with things. Didn't seem to be working. Well, not with this piece of junk. He holds up his, like, I got broken longsword. I got a hammer. Well, bring it over. You're very bossy. <laughs> got a whole vibe going on. <laughs> Your vibe is harsh in my chill. <laughs> <laughs> harsh in my buzz, man. That brings us to the creature. Uh-oh. It will lash out at the one that actually hit it. Yep. Right, right, raggy. At least I have, like, gone, so there's that. That is a uh, 20 yeah. to strike its target. Yeah. It whips back around, clamping its mouth down on you. Uh, rude. <laughs> Nothing? Chomping. <laughs> I'm literally the worst person right now. I didn't do anything. <laughs> the thing chomps onto your forearm for three points of damage uh, as it bites hold. Ow. The entirety of the thing just kind of like spasmatically rolls the entire length of its body before it vomits forth this brown slurry all over you. Ew! 
That seems gross. You get a reflex save. Oh, great. You appear to be covered in goo. Uh, yeah, let me let me try with my one reflex save. You got it. Believe in you. I get an 10. I'm not inspiring right now. I know I'm not being inspired. <laughs> I'm sorry. 10. 10? Okay. Hold back. Yep, I'm uh, sickened. So this vomits all over you. First off, you have gained the sickened condition. Great. So all the stuff that that comes with, uh, minus two on attack rolls, yeah, weapon everything. damage rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. In addition to that, as this slurry of just rotting material splashes across you, it begins to harden across your flesh and literally glues you in place. What? Uh, you have gained the entangled condition. You are also glued to the square that you're in. Oh my. Wow. That's disgusting. It then slithers up on top of the sarcophagi, now visible to uh, Elsa and Darcy uh, as it crests the top of this, bringing us to Elsa. I'm going to see if I know what it is. Yeah, knowledge arcana. I'm not going to roll great. I get a 10. Yeah, you got nothing. That's gross. It's Um, some sort of vomiting bone snake. Do something. Although also, the, the horrid stench in this room has just quadrupled. Yeah. I'm gonna cast a spell at it, I guess. Wait, um, it's a cone. I don't know if I can do a cone without hitting someone. Uh, what's the dirt? What's the range? I gotta find out. One second. It's a 15-foot cone-shaped burst. If you took a five-foot step back and at an angle, you could fire it straight on. Yep. All right, I take a five-foot step back. Okay. And then... Oh, no, I had to perform first. Sorry. And then I begin to perform. Oh, you have to be performing whenever you activate the spell? During your bardic performance. Ah. Unfortunate. So you inspire your allies to greater feats. Wait, I have a better song. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. That's the song I have now. Okay. Not O'Danny Boy, Beatles. (laughs) Just looking for sad songs that are kind of sad. Yesterday's a good choice. Yeah. From Elsa, we go to Irla. 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 That thing. Go horse. Oh, you're clomping through there then. He will move into the room and bite at this thing. He gets a 19. 19 will strike his target. Actually, his bite's apparently his secondary attack, so he will kick at it with a same number, 19. Yeah. He gets horse. inspired, maybe. All right, so that's plus one to damage too, right? Yeah. So he does seven points of damage when he kicks it. Very well. So slams this thing. I just imagine he kind of trots up to it and goes, eh. And just like, just like, just straight stomp, like, just, no, go back in your hole. He's so cute. He's made of custard. He's he's what the goblins see whenever they grab their horse choppers and want to go attack a horse. They just don't like horses. That's the end of his turn. From Irla, we go to Darcy. Yesterday. Here's a weird horse fighting a skeleton. <laughs> it is very strange. Do you have knowledge arcana? Do you know what this is? Well, a 16 knowledge arcana. With a 16. Thankfully, somebody has the knowledge. This appears to be something akin to an iron cobra. Wait, so it's a construct? It um, does appear to be a, uh, a small size construct. This construct just puked on me. I'm upset. Construct goo. In this case, it seems that someone used bone instead of iron to construct it. So you guess it makes it technically a bone cobra? 
which Gross. sounds like a G.I. Joe villain, but he, I don't think it is. We fought one of these in Mummy's Mask but in like the, the first book, one of the first sessions, didn't we? The Iron Cobra? Yeah. There like, was one. That was like the ninth too. session. Yeah. I don't remember. Because it was like the final. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't care about that stupid show. No, I just don't remember which episode is which. I just remember fighting the Iron Cobra. It was the final fight in the tomb. That's right. Well, that's no good, because this is like the second fight in this. Third. All you really know pertaining towards this is it's a simple construct that resembles a usually resembles a hooded cobra made out of metal, uh, although in this case it appears to be made of bone. It's typically used as a bodyguard or guardian of treasure, although its magical ability to unerringly locate creatures means that it can also be used as an assassin. Hmm. Oh, wonderful. Uh, they usually have some sort of poison reservoir. Oh, so instead of poison, it's like goo. ugly goo. This one doesn't. <laughs> Gross. Well, I've got some good news and some bad news. Let's do the good news first. It's got no poison. That's excellent. Great. Bad news is it's a construct. Okay. Um, which means it's not undead, which means I can't do anything. You can't do anything. What? what? Hit it with magic. Hit it with acid or something. I can't do any of those. Oh, well, I don't know what you're Is that actually here. immune to all that stuff? No, I just don't have them. I oh. have one magic missile left if you want me to uh, use that okay. right now. No, no, no. Okay, no, we're good. <laughs> we're good. I think. Um, I don't know. Go hit it with your hammer. You can take a five-foot step forward if you want to provide the flank. Hammer that it. That would put you into base contact with it, hammer so that's up to it. you. Hammer it. I'm not going to really do much, but you might. You didn't take any attack cantrips? I've got dis- detect magic, light, disrupt undead, and prestidigitation. Oh. Sad. So. Apparently should have had uh, acid splash. Well, next level. Well, she's not a combat sorceress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were normal people. Yes. Sad. I was a normal person. I figured this fit my character better. Yeah, you <laughs> it's know. true. Carry it's on. True. All right, Octavius, you owe me for this. She takes a five-foot step forward into the flank. And Provide the flank. All right. Hammers down at it. It's hammer time. <laughs> she gets a six. Six. You're yep. inspired. <laughs> You're threatening it. Bellary. Valerie will swing with her mace. Flanking Perfect with her 20. Horse. There you go. Hey, there's <laughs> you're, you're singing? I'm singing. So a 16 to confirm. Yesterday. A 16 will confirm your critical hit. Six. That's kink. Six plus five is 11 plus four. So 15 points of damage. You bring your mace around whipping past before slamming it down on top of this creature as it explodes spraying you with the various mush slurry comprised of its central core it spasms and flails for a couple of seconds but then finally falls still this whole place is disgusting I yeah I think it's dead I'm kind of over it Octavia starts like, like trying to like claw off the goo I go shove on you with my foot like, like I'm going to kick you but I'm pushing you it's like push me out of the goo. Yeah. Okay. Elsa, stop it! You I'm got, helping him. You got goo foot now. Yeah, but at least it's not my fingers. I got custard on are those. Are you wearing shoes? Are we actually wearing no, shoes? No, we're all barefoot. No. Darcy okay. like tiptoes over there and she starts prestidigitizing you. Is there anything magical in this tomb? Just throw off the top of the sarcophagus. No mummy curses here. Now you glance around. You don't see anything magical, but the sarcophagus might be thick enough that you can't. Valerie's going to try to push it open. It's well, not actually a tomb. Odds are there's probably some sort of horrible thing in there. I figure while they're doing the sarcophagus, Darcy looks over it and he goes, Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you really fine? Well, I'm a little stinky, but otherwise I think I'll live. Fine. We push open the sarcophagus. The effect gluing Octavius basically to the ground, the material hardens fairly quickly. Uh, and then it flakes away after about a minute or so. Gross. 
you still reek. Yeah. Uh, I'm, although I'm the press digitation helps. It's kind of sunk into the clothing now, so it's going to take you a little bit of time. Stained. But. I'm just, it's all stained brown or black or whatever it was puking up. Gross. Maybe the smell will drive off whatever else we're going to face in here. Or attract it. If we were only so fortunate. Dear, I thought I was the pessimistic one. <sighs> it's been a rough evening. <laughs> like two hours. Like, I was like, Not wait, even we, it was hour. evening whenever we got kidnapped. What time is it? There's no sundial here. I suppose while this cleaning up is going on, Valerie and uh, Elsa can make their, make their way over, beginning to push open the sarcophagus. It takes you about a minute or two to shove this open. Assuming you're taking the time to effectively take 20. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because it's a DC 20 shrink check. You finally manage to, to lift the sarcophagus lid. Glancing down inside of it, prepping yourselves weapons in hand, the light from your various light spells playing down inside, since I think three of you have light spells on? Uh, I do... I have a light spell. Okay. So the two light spells. The sarcophagus is empty. Nothing in Except for Nabashki. Uh, there is nothing inside of it as you glance down. Anyone that wishes may make me a perception roll. Uh, I got a 17. 17? I've got an 18. Got a 14. Valerie gets a 16. Okay. Go team. Mm-hmm. The four of you glance over this... Uh, empty stone sarcophagus. The interior of this is still expertly carved. The interior walls of the sarcophagus on the inside actually aren't bare, but are covered with what appears to be scores of prayers written in celestial. For any of those of you who read celestial. Valerie reads celestial. You can tell that these are all prayers from Aridin's holy book. Mm. With the exception of Darcy, uh, who I suppose kind of glances in this and then just sort of shrugs and is much more concerned about getting the heck out of here than exploring this super forbidden tomb. The other three of you notice that there's actually carvings on the on the sides of every part of the sarcophagus. There's also carvings on the inside of the lid. Hmm. There is a full-size representation of an angelic woman hmm. that you can all recognize as being the same angelic woman that you'd seen in all the mural depictions in the previous uh, central chamber. A halo forms around her head. This slender angelic woman seems to smile down benevolently, and were you effectively laying in the sarcophagus, you would stare eye to eye with her as she forms the inside lid of the sarcophagus, or the inside of the sarcophagus lid. It's kind of weird. In the halo around her head are written the words, still in celestial, O Arasni, the Red Crusader, watch over my eternal rest. Huh. Valerie would translate. It's kind of weird to just think about being a dead person and being right in front of your angel lady forever yeah it's I mean it's kind of weird to decorate the inside of it at all usually you would decorate the outside wouldn't you maybe they ran out of space does the outside like have writing on it the outside is finely decorated there are in grand total 13 arches that form around the outside of this the sarcophagus each one of them seemingly depicting a different scene with dates measuring all the way back to the shining crusade Seemingly great battles that he took place in or great deeds and acts that he performed. Real fancy coffin. Well, I mean, he was a well-renowned hero. These snake things usually guard something valuable, like treasure of some kind. Surprised we didn't find anything. Can we take a closer look at the inside of the lid since it's got the angel on it? Leaning down, looking over the inside sarcophagus lid? No, you don't immediately see anything. It might be different if you were inside of the sarcophagus. Who wants to get in the sarcophagus? I read Celestial, so I'll do it. We, like, shove this thing back on top of you, and so you get to stare eye-to-eye with Arasni. I cast light on something and give it to her. I have a really bad feeling about this. 
Mm-hmm. What? We'll put the lid on top. Shush you, pessimist. What if it seals her in? Well, then we'll break it, I suppose. So, you climb inside. You settle back into position. Good night. And I close the lid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't have too much fun in there. Rossler was a tall man. Mm-hmm. And as such, you know, there's plenty of headroom in here for you. He was a much wider man than you and was probably intended to be buried in his armor. And as such, you kind of got a bit of elbow room. Mm-hmm. When you're laying on your back, there's still a gap of about two feet between you and the lid of the sarcophagus. It slides over and then thunks down into place. What would you like to do? I guess make a perception check. I don't okay. know. <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception roll. Look for that magic. Yeah, is anything and you're not threatened, up? so you can, of course, take do 10 or take 20. I gave her a light thing. Oh, yep. okay. I get a 18 on my perception. 18? You feel around the inside walls. You feel along the sarcophagus lid above you. You don't see or feel anything. Hmm. I'm going to say what's in the halo. Okay. Do you remember? No. <laughs> but it's there in front of me to read. Heather didn't so. write that down. What's a weird thing, the idea of reading it as a dead person. <laughs> so you speak aloud, O Razni, the Red Crusader, mm-hmm. watch over my eternal rest. Mm-hmm. You stare up in the beautiful face, this artistic representation or impression of the, the Herald of Razni. Nothing okay. immediately seems to happen. I think that I'm leaning on the coffin talking to you guys. I'm like, this is kind of morbid. And so she would knock. Very oh. Told you this wouldn't work. Huh. What's the password? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh and then I open the comment. Yeah, Octavia uh, definitely starts. Darcy. Who in the party has the high strength? Uh, I've got a, I have a 10. And oh. 11. Me for now. I have okay. a 15, but I'm inside. Yeah. I'm going to guess then that that would make Elsa, you are the primary. The rest of you can roll to aid another. You've oh, used no. up three rounds of your air. We made up a bad idea. Oh, crud. I, I take 10 <laughs> and aid you. Uh, Why did we do this? I don't know. I, I thought it was a bad idea. Do you aiden me? Yes, I aided you. You aiden me. <laughs> aiden me. Uh, I rolled an eight. Uh, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah, it's not budging. I do it again. I take 10 and aid you. Yeah, I get a perfect I take, 20. I take 10 and aid you. Very well. <laughs> there it after, is. After a couple of seconds as, uh, as Valerie's starting joking. to go... This might have been a horrible plan. <laughs> what if they abandoned me and left me? Because that's why you I would can be hear us out there being ridiculous. <laughs> can you though? I mean, it's I like... said, "What's the password?" and laughed and shoved on a thing. It's like we're being quiet. Well, it's about six inches thick of stone, so oh, it would have been very hard to hear the exact wording. Regardless, though, uh, there is finally a crack. It slides over a little bit. There's a, a small gust of air that comes in to, to greet you, cool. Latch and help push. You struggle your way back free of a sarcophagus for the second time in the last hour. Did that's you find fine. the Lord in there? <laughs> Which one? Whichever. Our Lord Iron? Um, pro- <laughs> probably the angel lady. Nothing happened. At least happens. Rick laughed at that. I got it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty witty. It yes, was it was. It Thank is, you. It is odd that this creature was here if there's nothing of value. Maybe he was supposed to be in the next room over and he got lost. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's how that works. I don't know. Well, I've never met one of them before. Regardless, we've got one more room to check. It's true. And then we can just maybe leave. I don't know why we're doing all this searching, to be honest with you. I would feel much better knowing that there's not abyssal creatures down below the town. I'd feel better with pants. There could have been pants in here. There could have been pants. (laughs) All I want is some pants. A decent pair of pants. pants. I like pants. If this really is Rossler's tomb, though, it's been locked for how long? Well, somebody put us down here, so... Have we seen any dust or anything down here? Like spiderweb? Yeah, it's, it's dusty and oh, okay. cobwebby. All right. 
If it's his tomb, then I don't know who would have had a key, but maybe they just put us down here as some sort of gaff. This doesn't feel like a gaff anymore. We could have died several times over. Well, you uh, know, some people are bad at gaffs. Here's the thing. They would have had to go buy all these things. Maybe they had those too in like a little bag that they left. Why? Uh, obstacle course. Ailsa, I think you're reaching for something that isn't there. Well, you never know. That That's a little why. southern right there. <laughs> you're just reaching for something that isn't there, darling. <laughs> Considering the woman you all saw and then the flash of lights, it's possible that we got teleported down here somehow. Oh, or... that But what a weird teleport to strip you naked. Yeah, we, put if you we in got a teleported. Robe. Why are we in different clothing? Well, we're all in the same clothing, but different than what we were wearing. No, we're all in funeral wear. Like I know, we were but it's in the like same. our like party clothes. Like we are each wearing the same outfit, like some sort of weird party gaff. That's why I think it's a joke. I don't think it's a joke. This is what they would bury people in. Well, I know. I do that a lot. Exactly. <laughs> so why would they put us in some burial clothes? Although sometimes people bury people in the things they like to wear. I'd be wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> You're strangely obsessed with pants. I really wish I had some. Octavius. I really don't want to die down here. Could we please go look at the last room and oh, make okay. sure nothing yes. is going to okay. come eat our Octavia faces starts off or like trying to like shoo everybody out of the room. Elsa's having a good time. I don't know. <laughs> How? If anyone can spare some healing magic. Yeah. You got this? Sure. Got it. You got gonna work this time. Uh, <clears throat> our Lord and Iron, here, here, here. Don't hear our her. prayers. <laughs> Take a breath. This soldier has been brave in battle and deserves a respite from the pain. And then you roll another one. No, I don't. <laughs> I, didn't roll okay. an, I didn't roll an eight, though. Uh, you get seven points back. Oh, that puts me at full, so. Boom. Hi, look, he listened to you that time. Sorry, I'm really used the magic in like. A long time. When we get back up, I have a Gorm book in my house. I think Gorm, he... uh, Gorm finally forgave her from running away from that first skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Gorm. Possibly also this. Gorm, Gorm likes a hero. Cool. All right. We go to the other room. Yeah. I'll have Earlaw stand in the main room since it's only got a five foot door. I pat him again and my hand is still gross. And I'm like, gross. Do you lick you it? Please stop touching it. I don't it. lick it. He's cute. He's also gross. He, don't call him gross. He's, he's just a little wet. on the floor. He's drippy, but he's cute. Octavius walks into the next room. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a hard time getting things done. Shredding dramatically into the next room. Don't if get only I had my cape that's billowing in my miniature. The chamber beyond is still large. Each one of the side chambers that you've been to so far, the the tomb for Abdel, the Rossler's tomb, as well as this one, all of them have been about the same size. Although this one seems to be almost more spacious, but only because there's not like a massive crypt Anything. or sarcophagus inside of the chamber. Several long stone slabs line the surrounding walls of this room like shelves. Each one of these shelves are pitted with acid and contain scraps of old cloth and a few chunks of bone litter the surrounding floor. Of the various shelves in this room, most of them look to be rather unadorned, except for one which looks to be slightly larger and somewhat nicer, which seems to be centrally placed opposite of the door when you come in. Hmm. Hum. This room looks empty. Uh, Octavius will do a perception check and just look around and see if there's anything that looks uh, So you can go ahead and roll me a perception. Uh, Valerie, there is a magical aura in here somewhere. I'm going to start trying to track that down. I get a nine and see nothing. Uh, Darcy gets a 19. 19? To search the room. I want to detect magic too so we can help. There's also a magical aura in here. Either one of you can make a knowledge arcana. A knowledge arcana? I don't have any arcana. I have spellcraft. I get a 14. Oh, wait, it's a knowledge. I got a 15. 
Uh, both of you can tell that there's a single magical aura coming from something uh, on one of the top shelves off towards your right-hand side. Elsa, you can determine that whatever this is, it is generating a faint enchantment aura. I go look at it. Go. Uh, it's up on the top shelf. I so reach up and grab it. Go. They always put uh, the good stuff on the top shelf. That's what Da taught me. So... Octavia, she began kind of glancing about the room. There are scattered bones across the floor here. There are no skeletons in this room. Despite the bone chips and all that. But as you look around, you can tell that each of the top of these stone slabs, the slabs themselves, uh, are acid pitted. Uh-huh. Uh, again, more like akin to the... You can only assume, once again, from the osteophyte acid. Oh, no. They seem to have burned through a majority of these skeletons, although why you're not entirely positive unless they were combining the bits and pieces of them together to make that initial skeleton that you fought, which you suppose is a possibility. Darcy, you make your way over towards this central, somewhat nicer shelf here. What little remains are a few small bone chunks. There's like a toe bone and basically nothing else. Uh, and some burned remnants of cloth. It appears to have been white, unlike the gray that you've seen everywhere else, like you're wearing or like the other scraps that you can see on the other shelves here. As you glance this over, you see that there's a single ring, uh, surprisingly undamaged, that sits amidst the the detritus left over here. She blows the dust away and then gingerly picks it up. Picking it up, suddenly have a flashback. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Aristide strikes again. (laughs) (laughs) Round two. No, you pick this up. The ring is exceptionally fine. It's a gold band. It's not a wedding band. You may make an appraise check if you so wish. 14. This is not a wedding band. It is, is, however, an engagement band. (laughs) As you look it over, you can see that there are words inscribed on the inside of this in Taldane, the common tongue, that reads... For Aloysius, my love, my heart, my morning dove. You have a second to take this in. And then the osteovite underneath. (laughs) I picked up some magic item off a shelf. Turning back around, Elsa, does a 24 hit you? Uh, Uh, Yes. The entire collection of shelves here collapses the moment you so much as touch them to reach this as stone slabs wash down over you like an avalanche of rock crushing you beneath it can i do anything to help her when i notice this since i'm over there with her nope although actually i don't roll that great uh but still slams down crushing across your leg striking you for four points of damage as it smashes across your left leg and nearly seems to fracture your thigh good thing she has another femur Hang on, let me install my spare femur. This smashes you as there's a cacophonous crash sound that echoes through the surrounding room and the chambers beyond. There's a soft knicker from the next room. Valerie would (laughs) lean over to help pull Ilsa back up. Are you all right? No, kind of. I'm not dead. Your femur is just kind of like my femur slightly looks off okay. center now. Look at my <laughs> that bruise, big what old bruise. What did I even find? Me. That was magic. Was there a magic thing? There's something laying on the floor now. I pick up the thing. Well, I let you help me up, and then I pick up. Yeah. The thing. yeah. You have to kind of like gingerly put weight on that yeah. leg. You know, pulling up the edge of the burial rope that you woke up in. You can just see this bruised red scrape going down the side of your leg, did and you this large this like line across the top of your foot from where one of the slabs landed on you. That was Earlaw. I I don't think he liked the noise. Oh, he snick. He wasn't snickering like, ha ha ha, bad for you. But no, he was no, just no. making a horse, horse sound. He made him fall. A gravity. <laughs> 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 gravity might have done it. 
What's this magic item? I'm gonna make a spellcraft. Meanwhile, I don't know about how, it. like how hurt are you? I'm four hurt. You can also make a spellcraft. Uh, I okay, make a spellcraft. I get a seventeen. I get the same exact thing. Yes, the elf and the half work look over this. Yes, we're inspecting it. It hurts. Detecting magic, I get an eight, so I have no idea what that is. It's some sort of magic item. I figure Darcy's looking to see like if something like made the shelves fall, or if it was just or if something hurt us and is coming up behind us. I think it's just old. Also, I thought that there was something giggling, but then I was informed it was a horse <laughs> or a unicorn, <laughs> actually. But it's very cute and yellowy. And yellowy, it's blue. Jelly. Jelly. Oh, jelly. I thought you said it was custardy. Or so, like same, custard or jelly. The two of you can both recognize that there is a single well-crafted glass bead lined on either side with what looks to be like filigreed silver. Mm-hmm. So they would attach as one piece of probably a strand of prayer beads. Oh, it's a prayer bead. As you pick this up, you can both recognize this as actually being from a magical strand of prayer beads. Uh, and would allow you to once per day cast the spell Bless. That's fun. I'm going to keep it. Technically speaking, since you actually said that you're picking up before you identified it, you would have actually known all of its power the moment that you pick it up because yeah. the prayer beads tell you their powers the moment you touch them. So nice. Delightful little Because they're very polite. Delightful. <laughs> beads. So, yeah, you kind of hold up this bead. The dust settles in this room. <clears throat> well, I suppose we should make our way down that other hallway. Maybe it leads to the exit. That's all hope. Well, if it doesn't, then we're buried in here. I'm not buried. I was almost buried. You need to be more out. careful. <sighs> you need me to do something about that? He kind of like points at your leg. Mm, no, I think I'll be okay. Just walk it off, rub some dirt on it. Okay. Darcy pockets the ring. Very well. Oh, with your praise check, you can tell it is also worth 85 gold. Okay. Did you not tell anyone about it? Mm-mm. Why are you writing it down? She didn't tell you about it. <laughs> Just so it's on the list. <laughs> because if it not, I will forget about it and she will have gotten a free 85 gold item and that's going to mess up my accounting. <laughs> I think that was the point. Although I figure Darcy like just doesn't check. think it's important right now. It's like, yeah. let's just go. Except she just got onto us for looting a tomb and then she took a ring. Exactly. This yeah, this isn't in a sarcophagus. Hypocrisy of the highest form. <laughs> We're moving on to the outside, maybe. All right, we go over towards the next hallway that has like an alcove off of it. And I guess we look in the alcove. Mm-hmm. Very well. You make your way down towards this next passage. There's a small alcove off to one side. Does uh, it have nice things like the other alcove did? It contains a various uh, stone shelves, some boxes and bags. Uh, on the floor are several shiny plates of insectile exoskeleton. Creepy. Oh, These gross. glimmer with a faint red glow even before your light source gets to them, and then glow somewhat brighter as your light source plays across them. them. What awful magic? things are these? There's no magic coming off of these. Anyone that wishes to may make me an alge nature. There it is. Oh, hello. I get to 20. Nice. I know something about nature. With a 20, and go ahead and get a perception roll for the party. Does Earlaw get to make one? No, because you can't really fit down that hallway easily, especially if there's already four of you crammed in there. Yeah. I get a nine. Uh, I've got a 16. Darcy gets a 13. Uh, Valerie gets an 18. Very well. The four of you look this over. As you glance this over, Elsa, you kind of look down over this. You recognize these carapaces. These are the exoskeletons of fire beetles. Which are fairly common underground, but they aren't usually found in like crypts and tombs or anything this close to the surface as you are here. They don't usually glow also, which is somewhat strange. Just as you think that, you do notice two things. First off, they are there's no flesh left on this beetle. The shells themselves are somewhat acid-pitted and pockmarked. Dang it. As if something was trying to bend this into some sort of 
so I won't cherry it. <laughs> uh, although it doesn't seem to work quite as well in exoskeletons as opposed to. Oh, I can't just like be a Russian Thrones. nesting doll of exoskeletons and then yes. bulk up that way. Sad. Uh, however, as you you kind of glance down, look this over, you lean your head down, and for a moment, you see a set of glowing red eyes from within the shattered shell remains of this carapace. You looked into the darkness and it looked back. Oddly, this osteovite seems to be glowing from the inside, at which point you do remember the fire beetle's luminescent glands, which it seems to have somehow eaten and then is glowing like a person swallowing a flashlight. As it eyes you, it then turns unprotected with any form of carapace or protection, scuttles sideways across the room with lightning speed. It effectively gets a surprise attack round because none of you made the perception check to notice it before slithering through a two inch crack on the wall and darting into the walls. Well, that seems like that. Well, that's going to come back and bite us later. Yes, but it's... But it's glowing. We might be able to notice it in the it dark. This time. Unless it's digested it by the time we get around to fighting it again. Regardless, his little dreams were broken. He couldn't make this into a little carapace. I'm going to try to feel bad for it, but I don't think it's going to work. They're the same. They just want to be big. <laughs> <laughs> They're gross. I mean, everything's a little gross. You got a wet horse. You got like a weird beard. Everybody's a little gross. What's wrong with my beard? <laughs> Valerie actually laughs. That's Valerie laughing, not me. I don't know. I'm just saying, not everybody likes beards. Elves don't like beards. Elves can't grow beards. I think it's just a, an aesthetic choice, maybe. I don't know. Never met that many. There's one elf I've met, and her name is uh, is Valerie, and she doesn't have a beard because she's a she. Well, I've met plenty of elves, and they don't have beards. I guess I've seen a few elves, but I've never really talked to them. Well, maybe I have. Now, dwarves. Dwarves have very nice beards. This is weird that we're talking about beards. You brought it up! He's not wrong. I guess so, but I was just making a point. Everything's a little gross sometimes. So beards. Octavius like stroked his beard a little, slightly self-consciously, like looking to see there's like so gross stuff in his your beard. Your beard is covered in gross muck from. I was pressed and digitized. Oh, pressed and digitized. So what I'm hearing is that you don't like beards. I mean, maybe on the right person. I mean, his beard's okay. I'm just saying some people don't like I'm just saying that when one person likes, one other person may not like, therefore may be gross. Has anybody ever told you you talk too much? Oh, yeah, but I just generally kind of ignore them because what fun's that? <sighs> what are you looking at me for? Lead on, Valerie. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we could sing a song. It might help the time pass. Darcy is smiling because this has been her life. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, see how much is bothering Octavius? And you're just like, oh, whatever. She's yeah, always like this. Like, this is nothing. And of course, Darcy acts like it bothers her. But really, she's just like, at least if she talks, I don't have to. <laughs> the four of you press forward into another small room down at the end of this corridor. I lean back over to Octavius or Ford or whatever direction, and I go, your beard's very nice. I didn't mean to insult you, mate. It was just a weird on-the-fly kind of a thing. Mate? Well, I don't know. Why you got to take offense with everything? You're very touchy. Everybody's scared. It's going to be okay. She pats you on the shoulder, and then she, like, looks away and goes, and continues on with her life. He, like, glances back at you, like, stares daggers at you, and then just, like, decides he's not going to provoke you anymore because you're clearly just trying to bait him. You get used to it. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I touched the horse somewhere. As you, well, the horse is still standing in the room oh. back behind you. Well, okay, he's going to squeeze through the hallway. I can't just leave him there. After us. He's going to f- follow after us and he'll squeeze. Yeah. Ectoplasmically squeezing. Yeah. Yep. Technically, he can fly through a wall, but you know. I talked to him instead. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him to go after the osteophyte. <laughs> <laughs> I could if Get I wanted to. <laughs> so the five of you counting strange 
Custard horse. He's not a custard. <laughs> He's so cute. He's more of a flan, really. I'm a fan art of this horse as some type of a gooey dessert, dessert immediately. It's going to be amazing. It's a unicorn, so that's kind of on point. It could be the cherry stem, the, the corn. The, the party makes their way forward. You enter into this room. The chamber within is not exceptionally large. It's perhaps 15 feet at a side, seeming to mirror the opposite side of when you initially exited from the crypt into a small chamber. The room has a uh, the hallway that you've just come out of and a set of stairs ascending off towards your left-hand side. An elaborately lifelike image carved into the far wall depicts a mustachioed knight. Oh, mustachioed. Kneeling before, I always love that word, mm-hmm. uh, kneeling before a slender woman with feathery wings. The woman holds a rapier above her head with one hand, while the other is extended down to the knight, who has taken her hand and is kissing the back of it. One gold piece to whoever can guess who that is. Erasni. Lettering above the image reads, faithfulness always to the Red Crusader. Wait, was he a paladin of Aridin or a paladin of her? She was a herald. Yeah, but she was. A, you can be paladins of like the saints and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, do we? I, do, I mean, I'm, I'm just that, asking because, like, do we know that from the history? We we know that he was gonna go get her body. Mm-hmm. You also know that he was a knight of Ozum, and the knights of Ozum were originally all knights in service to Rasni. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. they worshipped Rasni and through her Aridin. Okay, all right, that makes a lot more sense because I was like, man, he's got this weird obsession with Rasni. Mm-hmm. Now this makes more sense. Your eyes kind of settle across that before your eyes take in the other four occupants of this chamber. What? Crouched in the corners of this room, immediately noticeable as you kind of, you walk in, you first don't fully see them, but all three of them are fully noticeable as they begin to gleam and glow. The light glands on these fire beetles spring to life and beginning to paint the room in bright shades of orange and red. Should have known there were more of these. We already found their carapaces. However, your eyes are more drawn to the fourth very odd figure. A tiny hunched two and a half foot tall blue creature stands at the base of the stairs. Seemingly have been sitting until a couple of moments ago, at which point you're going to guess having heard all the noise elsewhere he'd gotten to his feet. The creature holds in one hand what appears to be a broken piece of metal formed vaguely into a shiv, is covered in tiny clothing and seems to honestly be composed one third of head. Uh, which it has this massive head, which is really unfortunate for the creature considering how ugly and puffy its horrid face is. Oh my god, this is a blue goblin. As it turns and points at all of you, it screeches out. Intruders! Intruders in Barbell's domain! We're not intruding, love. Kill, kill, kill oh, for the no. Stonebreaker! It points its hand towards all of you before screaming, throwing its hands above its bulbous head and beginning to hop up the stairs as fast as it can. <laughs> Fleeing from you as the fire beetles move to close in and attack. And we'll pick it up here next time. I reckon those are his friends. (laughs) (laughs) I love the description that he's two and a half feet tall and one third head. Is he a goblin? I know, a goblin. Yeah, Yeah, that's my. You're going to have to wait until next time to roll some rolls. He's got to be a goblin. Because as soon as he said one third head, I knew exactly what he was talking about. That was hilarious. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Tyrant's Grasp is copyright 2019. Tyrant's Grasp and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 